0: going on baseball world and fans of welcome to the show podcast this is the welcome to the show podcast and i'm a bunch of guys ct la hova mojo on twitter follow me manny what's up
1: what's up man what's going on i'm here in the land of the mouse the the giant yes you are yes the giant talking how's mouse. his name is mickey how's that
0: going how's that going over there
1: It's uh, stressful, man. It's very stressful. (laughs) Is it? Yeah, man. Disney World. So we're we're not doing Disney. Well, we're doing like a part of Disney. There's So, okay. So I'm not a big fan of Mickey Mouse. Let me just throw that out there. Growing up, I was a big Bugs Bunny fan. I don't like Mickey and his friends too much. They kind of annoy me. I'm not going to lie. So I have come to Disney before, but I must have blocked it out of my memory because uh i didn't realize that there were multiple parks so there's magical kingdom uh animal kingdom like a whole bunch of disney affiliated parks we just went to animal kingdom i didn't know that it was disney affiliated it is it was nuts hundreds hundreds of people thousands of people i don't know how expensive people it was very expensive i don't know how families do this like I plan on not returning until my kids are old enough to remember every last inch of this experience so that they never want to come back again. Damn. Yeah, man. That's where I'm at.
0: All right. So uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's one way to start the show. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So so, hello, everybody. (laughs) But I am excited about opening day, CT. I am excited about opening day. And I'm going to find a way to watch a game tomorrow because... I know I'm going to be an absent father come 105 I think that's when opening day is for the Yankees tomorrow come 105 I'm going to have my my phone on me something on me and I'm going to watch that game I don't care what anybody says
0: Yeah uh I can't wait for tomorrow either and can we just take a moment to appreciate the how beautiful baseball is you know like when you when it gets matched up with good weather and the summertime and everything it's not summer yet I'm thinking ahead but I think you know what I'm thinking Yeah base- it's a great time
1: Baseball is like the it's like the the traffic sign that, that leads you to, to summer. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it signals that it's right around the corner. And I just, I don't know if it's that we've been doing this podcast now for, this is our second year. I don't know if it's the writing for call to the pen. I don't know if it's fantasy. I don't know what it is, but for some reason, this baseball season just feels different. Like, I don't know if you feel the same way. Like, like I feel more excited than I feel like I've been in in a long time about this year.
0: Yeah, like the off season was kind of started off really really cold. And ever since uh you know Machado and Harper signed, which we all knew would happen. They, you know, once they signed, they kind of set off a chain reaction with a bunch of other things. Uh there's we actually gonna, we should talk about that later too. I made a note there about uh player salaries yeah. going into the season. But yeah, once they signed, the off season took off. It got really hot at one point. People are still signing extensions uh, up until yesterday or the day before I think yesterday DeGrom signed his extension. Yep. So, I know what you mean. Something weird is is in the air. Like it's a it's a good feeling, but I also think we're going to see something completely random this season like uh like a pitcher will be in the running for the home run race or some shit yeah. in the National League. I don't know. Uh yeah, I can't wait.
1: Yeah, man. And and just the, the baseball there's like we're witnessing baseball go through a transition right now. And I think that it has to do with the fact that the game is, is losing in its popularity, and it also has to do with the fact that kids are playing more baseball than it is before, so there's like a, like, it's like a, I don't know if it's a catch, I don't know what the phrase is, but um, kids are playing baseball at a, at a higher rate than, you know, than than it has been for a long time, but by the same token, adults are aren't watching it as much as they used to. But there's a generation clearly, and and from doing the welcome to the show on social media and stuff, there's a there's a baseball community out there that really loves the game, and just walking through Disney today, I noticed there weren't that many basketball jerseys, there weren't that many um there weren't that many football jerseys, but I saw a lot of baseball stuff. I saw a lot of like I saw a Cardinals hat, a Cubs hat, I saw a Mets hat. I, I saw so many baseball things out there. And, you know, I think that's one part of it, like baseball's on, I feel like it's on the rise kind of, and uh, again, thankfully, and also with these extensions and stuff, like it seems like players are noticing that in free agency, they're not getting what they want and they're putting their foot down at, with the, with their current teams. Like the Jacob deGrom situation, like I can't remember a situation like that before. It almost felt like the Mets were yeah. forced to give them an extension. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. We we're gonna get into that we're gonna get into that as well. But one more thing I want to add about how I don't think people appreciate how baseball it's it's always on. There's a game every day for the next seven eight months. How many months does the se- does the season last? October, from now, till, now of, October now till and now till October There's gonna yeah. Besides the rest for the All Star break, you we're pretty much getting a baseball game every day. Could you imagine if there? I mean, it'd be impossible, but for basketball and football to have a game every day. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's, it's something that well, at least I get to do something, you know, like watch in a free, in, not free entertainment, but live entertainment for the rest of the next eight months. So yeah, you know, it's, it's just a great thing. Uh, but yeah, yeah, man, I love baseball.
1: Me too. So with that in mind, let's, let's jump into the first topic since it's fresh in our minds. Um, the New York Mets gave Jacob DeGrom an extension, a five-year, $137.5 million extension with a – oh, wait, with 52.5 of that is deferred into the 2030s. And I believe that there's a, a an option for, for a six-year as well. I'm not sure what the numbers are on that. But yeah. what I was saying before about the Mets were almost forced into an extension. Uh, from Jacob Degrom, and there was even some some tag team action there. Noah Noah Syndergaard got in on the action and was blasting the Mets as well for not giving them that ex- that extension. Um, and this is like a new trend that we're seeing in baseball. Like teams are locking in their players before they enter free agency, and I I, th- I don't I don't think it's so much the teams. I think it's more the players that are kind of forcing these these teams into the situation because teams aren't signing players in free agency again. Uh, Craig Kimbrell and Dallas Keuchel are officially still free agents and the season is going to start tomorrow which is insane um, we're talking yeah. as we've said before beating a dead horse one of the greatest relievers of all time and one of the best pitchers in baseball still free agents and and this has led to the Astros giving uh Verlander an extension Goldie got an extension from the cards Chris Sale Blake Snell we're even getting rookies that have never stepped into a big league field getting extensions which I can't remember ever seeing that before uh, but I don't know I don't know if you have anything to say about that but it's it they, something is happening in baseball clearly
0: yeah when I saw Elo Jimenez hasn't even played and hasn't even gotten in at bat in Major League Baseball and then he got extended yeah. for those years out six years I think it was and then I'm, I'm just thinking like wow like and we still got like you said Keiko and Kimbrough are still out there and I'm I'm even more shocked at this point. I'm shocked that the Dodgers haven't picked up Keiko. You know, because yeah. they have three of their starters in on the DL with with a history of going to the DL with Kershaw. Uh, you got Kentamaeda, Maeda, but he's another injury. Not not that he goes to lengths of injury, but I think it's even written in his contract. It's 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 a uh, centered around um, what's it called? It's centered around what's it called when you got to achieve a goal oh incentives to earn incentives wow well, word was escaping my brain but it's a good yeah, word it's centered around it's, it's centered around incentives because I think like they know that his arm has like a lot of wear on it and everything already yeah so I'm actually kind of surprised that the Dodgers haven't you know offered Keiko. even if it's a shorter deal like they were gonna offer Harper with more money less years mm-hmm. you know I, I don't know'm I'm, I'm, I'm surprised
1: yeah man At this point. It, it's it's crazy and it, it almost feels like if you went through free agency like if you if like what's gonna happen now like i'm wondering there's a lot of likes there sorry guys um, <laughs> <laughs> i'm wondering what's gonna happen next year because the free agent class for next year is already dwindling like chris sale was supposed to be a free agent next year that's not gonna happen anymore um i think the gram was next year maybe the year after that's not going to happen anymore you know even five years down the line blake snell Luis severino those guys aren't going to become free agents it's, there's going to be a couple years into their contracts that they're going to become free agents like is the hot stove like is it dead now it feels like the hot stove kicked off in march this year and that's not the case usually um it's great. it's really nuts man and and i don't know what's what it's yeah. gonna take i don't know if come the collective bargaining agreement like if that's gonna change where 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 teams are gonna i don't know forced yeah, to I, let their teams What i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen
0: i feel like i feel like they gotta come up with some crazy uh alternative to this because i, I just i mean okay back to the grom thing real quick i'm happy that he got his extension that he was looking for. I'm happy that he has his five years. He deserves it. But I'm not gonna lie, it's it's a little weird that they did it. He still had another year left before his last year. So it's two two years left. And it just kinda makes it makes common sense to not give him the deal with two two years left that you still have him under control. Yeah. So I was just a little bit surprised by that. Uh but they gotta come up with a with a some sort of alternative. Either you can't hold a player for that long once he hits the majors after the his 25th year. So Aaron Judge at this point wouldn't wouldn't be under control for all this time. Or, like, if you do keep a player for the first six, seven years of his career, you're mandatory have to give him, like, whatever the league average is at that point and add, like, 20 mil to it or something. You know, I don't know. Like something. franchising
1: a player or something?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, because... It just it doesn't seem right, and then you still have like all this young talent, and people are holding the back. I know it's only twelve games, but mm-hmm. you know, so, so that's another thing too. Like all this young talents that are on starting rosters to start the season. Mm-hmm. That's that's something else too. That's random, yeah, randomly happening again.
1: And so there, there's this writer in Call to the Pen who he wrote this piece uh, about changing the whole system in baseball. And he suggested in his piece, I can't remember what the title was, but he suggested in his piece that baseball institute like a age limit. So if you've been in a minor league organization through your age 25 season, then you have to be granted free agency or your contract has to be renewed. I kind of like that. But to me, like a guy like a, like Manny Machado, for example, he was drafted when he was 17 years old, he would have, he would like, if he wasn't as good as he is, he would be sitting in a minor league club for eight years. To me, that's not good enough. Yeah. To me, yeah. I, I think it should be like a three year limit or like 21 or something. You know what I mean? I would let, I would lessen that age limit or I would make it like by years. Like if you draft a player and he, he hasn't seen major league time in three years, then you either have to negotiate a contract and keep him in the minors because you see something in him or you have to let him walk and go to another team. I don't know if that would work, but something definitely has to happen.
0: Yeah, and and now that I'm thinking about it, I I want these players to get the fair the more fair deals out there and everything and I I don't love that they're under control for so long, but then I start thinking about it like isn't that the only way that teams that draft, you know, that have a good farm system can build great teams pretty much over the span of a year or two, you know? Yeah. Like if 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 those players,
1: but you like a guy like Aaron judge, for example, I think the reason why he, it took for so long for him to come up wasn't necessarily that he wasn't a good player. It was that one, he, he finished college. So he went, he went all through his four years of college. He had been drafted by the A's and he decided to finish college. Then he was drafted by the Yankees after he graduated from college then he went through his three years of the minor leagues, and he was 25 by the time he came up. So um, a guy like Aaron Judge on another team, it may not have taken three years. It might have taken two. You know what I mean? But the Yankees, they had the outfield depth. They're, they're The Yankees are not the type of team that rushes their players through the minor league system. Like if the Yankees had Fernando Tatis, there's no way that he was going to start the, the year in the big leagues. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. You have to like almost give teams like the Yankees – uh like a penalty for not calling up their players because they're the type of team that hoards you've been mentioning this. They hoard they can hoard prospects. And it hurts, you know, like Clint Frazier might not get an opportunity. This is a guy that could have a starting job on another team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um I feel like if, if if so that's why I think a three year min a three year minimum is fair because the Yankees would be forced to give a guy like Clint Frazier more money to stay on the team because they're not calling him up. Or they'd be forced to let them go. You know what I'm saying? Like I, that's what I think should happen.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I'm just I'm thinking about a team like the Cubs. You know, I feel like the Cubs have been good ever since they got swept by the Mets in the uh, 2000. What was it sixteen? 2000.
1: Uh, when did they win the World playoffs? Series? 20, they won twenty. They won in 2016, I think.
0: I know who won the World Series
1: last year. If you're gonna ask me that, like, all right. Uh,
0: <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Red Sox Astros Cubs. So yeah, two thousand sixteen. Two thousand fifteen they got swept. The Mets went to the World Series. Mm-hmm. I think it's what happened. But anyways, since that moment they had guys like Baez, Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, they had a, a core group of players and if the if they weren't under control at like they are that team wouldn't exist going into this season. You know, we don't know what that team would be like. So I think that's what I'm saying. That even though I do, even though I don't like that these players are under control for so long, it does kind of give teams a way to kind of build a very solid team, not just for one season, but for multiple seasons. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know what the answers are. The good news is. Me neither. The good news is, CT, is that. Unlike in previous years where guys like, like uh, Chris Bryant were held out for a month, and I can't remember who else. There was another player, big-name player for more control, Vlad Jr. It's going to happen to Vlad Jr. this year, but, th- you know, the Jays are getting away with it because he's hurt, so they're going to hold him down for about a month. They
0: also have they also have uh, Dante Bichette's son, who's right. apparently amazing. Bo, B- yeah, they're holding Bo him Bichette. Back Bo
1: um, but the good news is that you do have guys like Fernando Tatis, Ilo Jimenez, Chris Paddock, and Pete Alonso who aren't being held back. So and I think this has something to do with these extensions that are being signed. Because if, if these guys get called up and they have the they're the real deal, these teams could just extend these guys and it that that one more year isn't gonna matter in the long scheme of things. I don't yeah. know if that's the phrase. But I think that's <laughs> what it has to do. I think teams are just saying to themselves, okay, so all these guys are asking for extensions now. This is the the trend in baseball. And what we're going to do is just let these guys play it out. Let's use them for that month. And if they're not that good, then we're not going to extend them. And if they are good, then in a year, we'll give them a nice extension and they'll be under control for, you know, we don't have to deal with arbitration. And they'll be under, under our control for their first, you know, one, two, three years of free agency. So it almost doesn't yeah. matter at that point.
0: Now, uh, man, I want to take this opportunity to bring up a question that was text text to me, texted to me okay. by a longtime friend, Eagles fan out there. I'm not going to mention his name. Uh, who who will have the more? Who will have the better season offensively, Fernando Tatis or Eloy Eloy Jimenez?
1: Fernando Tatis has been talked about for a long time now, so I'm really excited yeah. to see what what he has to offer. And Manny Machado. Made it a point to, you know, kind of force the Padres' hands to to make to put Tatis as his shortstop. You know what I mean? So um, I'm excited to see what he has to do. But then, by the same to- token, I'm wondering what possesses the Chicago White Sox to give a rookie that has never stepped on a major league baseball field a six-year extension worth forty-three million dollars. Um, without seeing what he has so he must be really good if that's the case
0: he yeah he he must be really good i agree but then if he does turn out to be that good don't you think he could have you know swayed them in a more in a in a better deal if he wasn't that that's good? A good oh i see what you're saying if, if he was if he really if he was, is
1: that good would he have just yeah set, let's say let's yeah. Let, let's let's say saying. he turns out
0: let's say he turns out to be everything he we think he is. What was he making every year now? Forty what was it, six years? It's like seven 43 mil. million. huh eh, That's great for a guy that's never played in a major league baseball team, you know? Like But yeah. It's I, gonna I guess it's, it's gonna blade.
1: suck if two years down the line he's raking. And he could have gotten, you know, Degrom is still technically under control, and he just got close to thirty million dollars a year. You know what I mean? Yeah, he still had two, to I mention, think it was he, two more years of arbitration for Degrom.
0: Yeah, he'll he would he's not gonna have the opportunity to go into arbitration, even though you know it's, it's not a great opportunity for everybody out there. But let's say he turns out to be a superstar.
1: It's good for it's good for players. It's not good for teams. That's why teams want to lock these te- these players out because. I think that the arbiter is seeing that teams are getting greedy. So it, every time there's an arbitration case, the the player typically wins. Now, um, yeah, that's why the Nor- Nolan Arenado deal was nego- You know, before the arbitrator, the arbiter, whatever the word is. Well, that's not true because he got a massive extension on the back end of that. But it's one but of the reasons. It's one of the reasons why a guy like Luis Severino got 10 million a year because the Yan- if he continues to dominate like he did last season, or if he fixes his issues. Luis Severino is going to ask for seven, you know, almost 20 million dollars next year. So the, yeah. the Yankees got ahead of it. They said we're going to give you 10 for the next 4 years and they don't have to deal with it anymore. So the Yankees save money and Severino gets the security because now he's hurt, right? But he's still getting his 10 mil. So he wins out in a way, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's all a game, yep. man. It's crazy. But I I see what you're saying. Like a guy like Ilo Jimenez you know, if he's really this good, where they're giving him this extension, he might have been selling himself short because he could have played for the league minimum of $600,000 $600, or whatever this year, which is huge for a guy out of the Dominican Republic. Um, Raked. And then... Or for two years, because arbitration is two years. Um, two years plus. Or service days, whatever you call it. And he could yeah. have asked for $10 million. So, now... For ten million for the for three years after that, which almost would have equaled what he would have already made, you know what I'm saying, and then yep. he could have negotiated a free agent contract worth hundreds of millions of dollars. So, I guess only time will tell. We'll see.
0: Yeah, I hope it's Fernando Tatis that has the better season since I drafted him in my fantasy <laughs> league in our fantasy league. So, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, that's my take. On- here's here's a uh, here's Ilo Jimenez's numbers in the minors and in winter leagues. He played for the Gigantes. I believe that's the Dominican Winter League. Um yeah. And he had a 12.59 OPS. for, for <laughs> That's crazy. For his... Damn. Yeah, that's nuts. In five seasons in the minors, he has a 3.11 batting average, 3.59 on base, uh, 5.19 slugging. So, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That is pretty good. I ain't going to lie. And
1: it's gotten better. Like, it wasn't that good in the beginning. 17-year-old kid slugging 367. Then he turns 18. He's slugging 418. Then he turns 19. He's slugging 532. Now he's 20. He's slugging 676. In the Dominican League, he slugs 759. So he's only getting better. Um, I just hope he's not injecting some of that crazy shit.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna not even speak that into existence, man. We need we need some Dominican superstars out there.
1: Some clean Dominican superstars, man.
0: Clean, yeah, man. Pools almost gone, so somebody has to take up that mantle, you know.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: We need we need we need Machado to win an MVP.
1: Yeah, I hope that he. There was a piece on Bleacher Report about him embracing that leadership role. I I hope that he does embrace it because he does get that that villain title attached to him and he kind of deserves it but i i don't know he kind of reminds me of a rod like he he reminds me of a guy that just doesn't know how to get out of his own way sometimes
0: uh yeah i know what you mean he did say something random though when the first time i saw him in a padres uniform he told the lady that was interviewing them that interviewing him that they'll be competing for i don't know if he said it. i don't remember exactly how he said it but basically he said like yeah we're the wild card team basically That's what he said. I'm like, who would who would say that? Like, who? Like, I don't know. I sometimes I think athletes are really as I don't want to say dumb, but they are kind of you know not as smart as we like to think they are.
1: I think that they've been so good their entire lives that when they get into a big league uniform, if they maintain, you know, their performance. Like they've never had a str- they've never had to struggle like like Manny Machado's I would say that the beginning of of last season was his biggest struggle and it wasn't even because of him it was because his team sucked because he was raking with the Orioles he was having a tremendous season um yeah. so it's almost like he's never had to face the music and the first time that he got on the big stage in the World Series. He went on a stretch where he was doing some stupid shit day in and day out, like starting with the Milwaukee Brewers when he did that—that when he stepped on, on Aguilar's feet and then he grabbed his nuts toward the crowd, (laughs) you know what I mean? You know, pimping a a single off the wall, like shit like that, and then saying that shit to Ken Rosenthal about, you know, he's not Johnny Hustle, he'll never be Johnny Hustle. It's like just keep your mouth shut, dude. Like you may think that, but why would you say that? Like it's almost like he has no idea. That these are things you don't say, you know. <laughs> you know yeah, I
0: mean? it's like no, like no awareness, and I think that's what I was trying to say. Like when I think of like major, when I think about a guy like Manny Machado or Bryce Harper, you know, like the superstars of the game, the guys that were drafted at an early age and burst, you know, broke into the majors at an early age. Both of them broke into the major at the age of nineteen. I think like they they spent their while well, I was playing video games and going out and you know eating ice cream and stuff. These guys were just in the cages you know, right. swinging away, doing their reps. So did they ever really have time to learn how to be normal? And, uh, you know, I, I think Aaron Judge is a normal guy, but that's like one guy out of
1: That's what the I mean. Bunch. These guys have been told their whole lives that their shit doesn't stink. You're so great. You're going to make it to the bigs. You're the best. You're this. You're that. Yeah, yeah. That you almost have to wonder how a guy like – I'm not even going to use a Yankee because I don't want to throw the Yankee bias. But a guy like J.D. Martinez is super humble. You know what I mean? Or or even Chris Sale, for that matter. I think Chris Sale knows that he's great. You know what? The perfect one is Mookie Betts. Let's go with Mookie Betts. I'm
0: like, so happy you brought Mookie Betts up. I have something else to bring up after that. Just
1: thank you. But you have to wonder, how is Mookie Betts not walking around? Like like the guy from Major Leagues, uh, Willie Mays Hayes, who he thinks he, he thinks his shit doesn't stink. You know what I'm saying? Driving the the nice car and all that stuff with the earrings and yeah, I don't know. That was kind of racist, maybe because I, think... I picked a black character. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, uh, he he's he's everything, right? But at the same time, he hasn't gotten paid yet. You know, like we'll see we'll see what these guys are like. You know, we mentioned Judge and Mookie, both guys that haven't you know punched their ticket, their big ticket yet. So maybe we just have to see what happens after they sign the money. But speaking of Mookie Betts, have you seen the new Let the Kids Play commercial that MLB put out?
1: No, man. Before you go into that that MLB commercial, I want to give props to Mookie too because he, I can't remember where I read it, but he's not going to sign an extension. He's, not, he's kind of testing it. I mean, let's see what happens. He might say to himself after, you know, Keiko is still a free agent. Mike Trout didn't want to sign. I'm sorry that I'm taking up your time here, man. But Mike Trout, in his press conference, said there was no way he was going to test free agency after he saw Bryce Harper and Manny Machado went through. I know these guys are crying poor and shit, but that says something. Like, if a guy like Mike Trout doesn't want to test free agency, that's not good for your sport, in my opinion. But Mookie Mookie Betts, to this point, has said that he wants to test it, that he's not signing an extension. So, we'll see what happens. Anyway.
0: He'll you're, get you're, if he has if he has a good he doesn't even have to win MVP this year, but if he has an all star type of season, he'll get paid.
1: The, I, think he's the, too, I think the Red Sox are gonna have to give him his due. He, he's gonna have to get Mike Trout money. If he can if he puts oh, definitely, up if he definitely. puts up another season like he did this year um uh, and the year before, for his entire career, he deserves Mike Trout money. Because he's those are Mike Trout numbers, yeah. He puts up Mike Trout numbers and he has I know that he's still kind of vanilla too. He's not like he's not like Machado. He's not a lightning rod, but he's has more of a personality. He's not, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah,
0: he's not. He's not. He's not Machado or Harper in terms of like you know what what the what what those guys mean to the media. Kind of like I, I got you, but he's also not Trout. He's like in between. He's like right in the middle of
1: them. He's perfect.
0: Yeah. Uh, damn it, man. So, anyways, that commercial you didn't you haven't seen it, right? No. Well, it was a pretty cool commercial. You know, it had like a lot of the young stars. It had Vlad Guerrero Jr. in it. Trout. I mean, uh, yeah, it had Trout, uh, Judge, and Stanton. And they were all kind of just in a press conference. You know, I had like Bregman and Carlos Correa, and they were kind of just all in a press conference, just taking questions and and they were throwing jokes. Like Judge and Stanton were like, "I'm gonna hit 70 home runs and all this." It was it was a pretty cool ep- It was a pretty cool commercial, but like. And I don't know who's responsible for this. I don't know what the reason is. I've been searching on Google and I can't find anything. Mookie Betts was not in that commercial. What? And yeah, he wasn't in the commercial. And I'm just I'm looking at. I'm waiting for Mookie to come out and do something like epic. Since you know he reigning MVP and World Series champion from the previous year, so I'm thinking he's gonna. And they're talking about World Series in that commercial. And I'm looking. I'm, I'm waiting for Mookie to come out and do something. He never. He never appeared. And I was just like, who's running the show? in baseball like who's running the major league baseball show and was, how are you gonna leave out
1: was any red sox player in that commercial
0: no red sox player wow no red sox player huh. and I, I almost thought like if not mookie maybe Ben benintendi because they had it was all about let the kids play obviously you know like the right. younger guys Ben benintendi's younger if i think he's younger i don't even know he that's is. a fact i'm just assuming yeah i'm just assuming it uh but yeah how are you not gonna have mookie man they had all the superstars in that in that commercial pretty much
1: wow that's crazy and, and ah, you know, man. while we're while we're talking Red Sox, um, so you have, I know that Xander Bogarts is a free agent next year. JD can opt out. Uh, Rick Porcello is a free agent, and I can't remember who else. That might be it. Um, who do you think who stays and who goes? Because Dave, uh, Dave Dombrowski said that he's somebody's walking. One or two players are not going to stay with the team next year. Uh, we know sales thing. That's done. That's a done deal. If J D Martinez opts out, who walks? J D, Porcello or Xander Bogarts?
0: Um, Xander Bogarts is gone. You think, think so? Oh man. Yeah,
1: that would be a big hit, I man. Don't... He's he's good, man. Like I'm I'm. Are you ready for the CT? I'm about to declare something. I stand up for this one. Xander oh. Bogarts is better than Didi Gregorius, like by a lot.
0: Yeah, I agree, and and I think Didi's great. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I do think Xander Bogarts is better than Didi. I think Didi's great, but and I know he's gotten better every year. Didi's gotten better every year, but you know he's gonna miss half the season, and he doesn't sustain his production. Year. Yeah, huh?
1: He's a free agent next year too.
0: Yeah, I do agree. Xander Bogarts is better than Didi, but I think Xander's gonna gonna walk i think he he's he might get a lot of money i think he's yeah Porcello, i can see us keeping Porcello because what what can what kind of market is Porcello going to see in uh you know when he hits free agency you know what i'm saying he's yeah. he's not better than keiko <laughs> yeah but who's, so, to say,
1: who's to say that the red sox will offer him an extension
0: well what i'm saying is is that the red sox can probably get him for cheaper, cheaper yeah. Yeah, cheaper because he's already there. He's already won with the Red Sox. He's he's has a side young with them. Um, so I feel like they can maybe get a discount. The way the is giving the Mets kind of like a discount. The yeah. Grom is the could have you know if things were fair and and how we think they are and we didn't take into account that the is older. But even though he's older, he hasn't even pitched as many innings as Chris Sale. No, so just and he, to put that in, and just,
1: his stats are comparable, like. Yeah, they're so they're almost identical. I think I think uh, Chris Sale's FIP is a little lower than the Grams, but their ERA is identical. Their WHIP is everything is identical.
0: Bottom line is that the Gram is great, yeah. And you see what guys like Zach Granke are making, or even Scherzer, even though the deferred Scherzer's money I can't speak today, but <laughs> you know they got a lot of that money deferred. Uh, if if we if we were to assume that things were fair, yeah, the Gram is giving the Mets a discount at the deal that he signed. So yeah. maybe Parcello can give us a discount. So I could see Porcello staying, and JD Martinez, man. I don't know. I want. I think JD Martinez is so great, and I want to believe that he's the good guy and he's gonna not opt out and just keep things, you know, how they are. But
1: he might. Knows, he might not opt out because of the free agent market, because of the way shit is going going down. You know.
0: Yeah, he, he's but dealing
1: he, he's dealing with a back issue that has been creeping up. It happened last year, even though it didn't impede his performance. He was still really good. He's dealing with a back issue that takes him out of the game sometimes. Um, he's already dealt with a shitty offseason because he went he went through what these guys went through last year and ended up having to sign a deal with a bunch of incentives on it. Like, he's underpaid, technically. Um, yeah. You know, but I don't think he's going to want to go through that again. And I think he's happy with the Red Sox. And and he's taking he's his I don't know if you remember uh, that interview with uh, the guy from Fuller hitting Ryan Fuller. He yep. mentioned he said how he appreciates uh, J.D. Martinez because he's taking this approach that not many hitters are taking. The Red Sox are embracing it. Like all these guys are doing what he's doing now. And and uh, what's this guy's name? Uh, J.B.J. is talking to what, uh, Craig Wallenbrock, who I believe is J.D. Martinez's hitting coach. So like, and you saw how J- J.B. You saw how J.B.J. Yeah. was raking in, in the postseason he, last year.
0: In in spring training too, he's he yeah. hit some bombs.
1: So I mean. So- so, I think he, sometimes these players will give the, their team a hometown discount. Who knows? Maybe, maybe JD found a you know found a home there. Maybe he's happy.
0: Yeah. So I'm I'm looking at JD's contract right now. He signed. If he doesn't opt out, he's he signed till he's 34, three more seasons. So including actually, okay, this season, if he opts out, he'll have two more seasons. If he doesn't opt out, he has two more seasons with the Red Sox. He'll be 34 when he become, or 35 in the season that he's a free agent. So. I don't think it's crazy for J.D. Martinez to opt out and sign a new 4-year deal or even a 3-year deal mm-hmm. as long as it includes the money that he's already making but you know obviously another year with more money yeah. and that's just another year of baseball so sometimes I think these guys opt out and it's not always because of the money maybe it's just because of the security and like long, you know the length of time that they can still keep playing
1: I can't believe that J.D. Martinez's base contract is 23-24 million dollars that's crazy yeah, that's insane i'm I'm going Let's on go sp- business yeah man I'm going on rack now that's the best website for contracts because it breaks it down yeah um yep but he has an opt- out where's all the incentives they usually have that listed on here it says it's in parentheses it says 47 thousand no oh that's in total a lot of dead air here guys JD Martinez signed a five year one hundred and ten million dollar contract with the Red Sox. Guaranteed. Um uh, never mind. It's in here somewhere, don't be, I, don't, I don't feel like looking. Don't
0: be I'm I'm looking at Aaron Judge's situation right now, and don't be shocked if they extend him soon because he's hitting arbitration next year. What kind of money what kind of money can Aaron Judge demand? You know, he's he's pretty much like top five players in baseball.
1: So. Yeah. I, I think and that, he's popular. I think that the Yankees... I actually wrote a piece on this, I think, last week. I think that that the Yankees should offer him... Uh, You know, I would go... So, given his age and everything, I would give him, like, an eight-year deal. This is weird. But an eight-year deal that starts next season, beginning next year. So, I guess you would consider an extension Um, at, like, 30 or just under 30 mil a year. Why? So... The reason why is because he's he missed arbitration this year by like, I think it was like a month of service time. And so the Yankees lucked out there. They're getting him on the cheap already this year. Um, and you get him until his age 35 season. So you take away some of his free agent years. Got, you know, who knows what the market's is going to be like in three years when he becomes a free agent or four years. And you basically secure him as a Yankee forever. You keep him there until he's 35 years old, which is typically when players start start to decline or they're already kind of in their decline. And yeah, man, just just give him an eight year contract starting next year and just keep him in the team. Because can you really see I know that judge has only been on the team for two years, but can you really see him playing for another team? You know what I mean? He's like one no, of those I guys can't. that I feel like he's going to be he has to be a, a Yankee lifer. You know what I mean?
0: No, yeah, the Yankees should do everything in their power to make him a Yankee for life, which is why I think that under 30 mil a year isn't going to do it. I mean, I know he's Aaron Judge, and I like to think he's a good guy, and he's not in it for the money, but just look at look at, look at at what a guy like David Price is making. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. And Judge is, you know, a lot still has to be done. I'm pretty sure if he has a B season, they are going to give him that eight-year deal that you're talking about or something similar to it. But he's kind of like the face of he's the face of the Yankees, but he's one of the faces of baseball. Like yeah. you got to make you they're going to have to pay him not Trout money maybe, not Trout money. Mm-hmm. He hasn't done any he hasn't done it for as long as Trout. No. But it's close to it.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. And it's funny that you brought up uh Judge Judge because I had a question that I wanted to ask you in the back of my mind. Um so Judge and Stanton, so they're mostly known for yeah, their extreme power. But on the negative side, What are they known for as well? Striking out, striking out. All right. So over under CT, and I feel like writing this down, even though eight year, eight months down the line, we're gonna forget all about this.
0: I'll remember. But
1: what's your over under? uh, Let me give you an over under. Um, four hundred and twenty. Yeah, four hundred and twenty five strikeouts, Judge and Stanton combined. Over under. What would you take? Four
0: hundred and twenty five. Yeah. Over.
1: You take the over. Holy shit! Yeah. Really? Yeah. How come?
0: Ah, uh, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> I'm leaning over. I'm leaning over on that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a. So don't st- they? Don't they strike out? Don't they strike out 200 times? Like on any given season, both of those guys.
1: So the reason why I asked that is because I was. I, so I'm. I'm writing something for Call to the Pen. Now, if my wife doesn't murder me, I'm gonna finish tonight and publish it tomorrow in time for opening day uh which it's dealing with the five questions that the yankees have coming into the season and one of them is the over under on the strikeouts for stanton and and judge and the number was 425 and in my mind i thought over two but then i looked at Giancarlo stanton and last year he had by far the most strikeouts of of any year in his career and i thought that he was a regular 200 strikeout guy now there are seasons where he misses time. So, you know, like in 2000 and let me see. Boop, 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 boop. Okay. No. No, actually no. Even looking back at that. No. Like in in 2017, he played a full season. He only struck out 163 times. That's a lot, but that's not 200, you know? Yeah. In 2016, he played 119 games and struck out 140 times. Let me look at another full season. 2013 145 games 170 strikeouts. Uh 2011 150 games 166 strikeouts. Like he he the only time he ever struck out 200 times was last year. Um and I think that that's going to go down because I think he has one year with the Yankees under under his belt. I think a lot of that had to do with the pressure and stuff. Um I'm going to go under. I don't know why, but I'm going to go under.
0: Uh yeah, you know, I'm I'm one I'm, I think I'm going to stick with the over and I'm going to tell you why, Manny. Okay. Uh I think Stanton striking out that much on the Yankees last year wasn't because he was nervous or anything like that. I just think it's it's the Yankee way. They probably told him, you're you're going to go up there at every at-bat, and you're going to try to hit a home run at every at-bat, and that's it, Like and that's why he had so many strikeouts. I think it's going to be the same thing with Aaron Judge. He's going to strike out 200 times again, which isn't bad for him because he gets on base just as much as... Stanton doesn't get on know, base that much.
1: Judge does. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think both of them are equally. I still, I still think we're going to see a lot of strikeouts. It's going to be close though. Yeah. Maybe.
1: Judge is a, uh. So Judge doesn't strike out that much, and this is this is another surprising thing. I don't have the numbers in front of me right now, but I know that Judge's BABIP favorite stat, batting average on balls in play. So anytime you hit a ball, it's in play. What your bat, batting average is, and it doesn't take into account strikeouts or nothing like that. Judge is a high on base guy, and when he puts the bat in the ball and it's in play. It falls for a hit more often than not. And he he's the type of guy that beats a shift and all that stuff. Um I don't know what my point was. But for him, I don't care what his strikeouts are. <laughs> With Giancarlo Stanton, though, I think the reason why he looks so bad last year is because when he hits the ball, it doesn't necessarily fall in play. Um and he doesn't get on base that much. So it kinda hurt like his strikeouts kinda hurt more than judges do, if that makes any sense. You, I don't know if it does. You,
0: you know what? I'm actually gonna say that I- I don't know about. I don't have an answer for that question that you asked because I drafted Judge with my second pick. You want to trade? So I need. I I need him to with who?
1: (laughs) Wow, (laughs) you change your tune fast. I'll give you. I'll give you Kershaw, man.
0: Anyways, (laughs) I'm not even going. I'm not even going to entertain whatever you just said. I'll
1: give you Mad Bum.
0: I need. I need Judge to have an MVP season period. All right. So,
1: for our fantasy league, Judge might actually hurt you because of the strikeouts.
0: Don't worry about me.
1: Cuz you're going to get docked 200 points.
0: Anyways, you want to keep talking. Should about we talk ice? about the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not, I'm not I'm not in the fantasy mode right now. I'm kind of just, you know, you're pissed. It it, requ- it it requires like a full-time dedication. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, should we talk about should we talk about tomorrow's opening day season Did we have I feel like we talked about stuff that happened you know
1: we t- we talked about how excited we are about opening day but yeah man let's talk let's talk about tomorrow man let's,
0: some predictions all right all right well actually answer me this Could the Yankees have an easier opening schedule
1: oh man thank God for 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 April for the Yankees man
0: yeah man damn
1: Thank God, because we'd be we'd be screwed. Thank God for the first two months, for that matter. We play the bottom five teams in baseball, according to the steamer projections, which is on Fangraphs. This is some dorky ass shit. But a couple of guys from New York came up with a, a projection system that Fangraphs officially bought onto. And according to that, um, and then I looked at the schedule, I, I compared, you know, I compared one against the other. uh. The Yankees play the bottom five teams more than half, more than half of their games are against the bottom five teams in the first two months. But then their schedule gets really shitty after that. So they have to take advantage of these injuries. They have to take advantage of playing against the freaking Baltimore Orioles like seven times in the first two weeks or some shit. Like there's no, (laughs) you know what I mean? There's no, they have to, there's no, they can't do like last year where they were dropping games to the Orioles left and right. That can't happen.
0: There, There's guys on that Orioles roster. I have no idea who they are. but uh,
1: I have no yeah. idea who they are, man. I, I forgot who their manager is already. I don't even know who their Actually,
0: manager is. All right. You know what? Actually, I, I wanted to talk about this last episode, but I didn't think about it. So, it's opening day tomorrow for some teams, but the season already started in Tokyo. I think Which it was one of the dumbest things ever. Yeah. It was so dumb. Like, we... Like, it needs to all just be on the same day, and for America to have a chance to watch it. I think the game took place at 4 or 5 a.m. in the morning, and I caught, like, the first bit of it, the first one. And CT, I just started thinking, like, CT, what was it? 5,
1: 5 a.m. for us on the East Coast. Do you know what time it was for the yeah. teams that were playing Mariners for the Mariners? and the Mariners. Yeah, it
0: was, like, 2 a.m.
1: Yeah, like, who was going to stay yeah. up until 2? Like, or not stay up. Who was going to wake up at 2 in the morning to watch the A's and the and the Mariners play. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it wasn't even I'm like, just like promoted or nothing.
0: Yeah. And I'm just like, what like what was the point of this? Was it like I don't I don't get were we trying to attract Japanese fans or something because we already had there's already <laughs> yeah, a bunch exactly. of Tokyo fans. Base, baseball is you like know? the
1: sport in Japan. It's it's stupid, man. Yeah.
0: So I I just kept and, and I I kept hearing so many different rants about it on the radio and it didn't even occur to me how dumb that was. Until we're sitting here talking about it now, you know, like, there really was no point for that. It's kind of we just, like, wasted it. We just wasted it.
1: Yeah. Like, we it was, just wasted was a, people's time. It was a complete waste for, like, multiple levels. Like you said, Japan already loves baseball. So you're wasting your time there. Two, you are playing these games in the middle of the week. It wasn't even like it was a Friday and a Saturday where maybe somebody would stay up all night to watch a baseball game. I don't know. Maybe not. But exactly. there's a better, But there's a better chance, um, and then you didn't even promote it. Like I know, I know, I watch MLB Network, and I didn't hear too much about the Japan series. Like you had to be a hardcore baseball fan to know that that was even happening. You know?
0: No. What's even What's even dumber is that those teams went back to spring training after those games. Yeah. Like exactly. how does that? Is, that's not? It doesn't make sense. Like you, you started the season,
1: <laughs> and they've done. Series in Japan, uh in the in the past mid season. So, why did you have to do it a week before, two weeks before opening day? It was just stupid.
0: Yeah, and if it was if it was because of Ichiro's retirement, that was even worse because we we I would have liked to see Ichiro's retirement in real time. Right, right. and you know? it was and it was
1: a proper send off. It was cool how they sent him off. Yeah, too. it was
0: great. It was great. I'm just saying that could have happened in the midseason. He didn't have to play. He could have just sat the bench until midseason. I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have mind traveling with the team. I'm pretty sure he probably doesn't even want to retire. He, if he, he he's probably retiring because of his age, but he probably would have loved to just be on an MLB roster and just sit there. Yeah. Yep. Pinch pinch runner now and then, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And on. Speaking of things that don't make sense. This episode is all over the place. So yeah. my apologies. But two 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 points I want to make with this uh, Noah Sinder, we spoke about Noah Syndergaard before in the comments that he made in you know in favor of the Grom and everything mm-hmm. it's good good for him and the Grom got paid was that really necessary for the Mets though like you play for the Mets do they really need another you know issue in the clubhouse I think it's, player I versus, think, player versus I, organization
1: I think that's baseball now I think that the teams taking the stance that they're taking that they don't want to pay their players or not that they don't want to pay their players that's not true cuz they 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 have this off season with the extensions and everything but with free agency the way it is I, that's what i was saying earlier in the episode i think players are going to start to make threats toward their team you know i wouldn't be surprised if if you know earlier in the in the in our first episode i think it was we talked about um the Gram saying that he's going to limit his innings if he doesn't get extended and initially i was like that's kind of a bitch move but you know what like that's what that's what it's going to take now i think because these guys don't want to test free agency and beat dallas keiko and craig Kimbrel. you know what i mean so yeah i wouldn't be surprised if we see noah syndergaard take the same route if they don't extend syndergaard next year i wouldn't be surprised if he goes out there and says if you guys don't extend me, I'm limiting my innings too, or I don't want to pitch more than 30 games or something like that, you know? And and yeah. in a way it's going to hurt players because fans look at that and they get a bad taste in their mouth of, uh, about it. But you have to look at things fairly. Like the Mets are one of the richest organizations in baseball. They don't, although the, the, the Bernie Madoff money is, is has been given back to them already. They're a big market team and they're not spending money the way they should. So I don't blame these guys for doing what they're doing.
0: First of all, I don't blame uh, Jacob the Grom for saying what he said. Saying what he said, but it's Jacob the Grom's situation. Noah right, Syndergaard. Right. I mean, it just seems like it was unnecessary. Like for Noah Syndergaard to just say that. It first of all, the Grom thing happened a while ago, right? Yeah, you couldn't. Have, you couldn't have said something then kind of you know it's like the day the week of the opening day and then they obviously I was gonna say before that the Mets made the team go all the way to Syracuse and I actually saw what they were doing on the field and it was the dumbest thing ever (laughs) like I actually felt bad for the Mets yeah I actually felt bad for the Mets but Noah Syndergaard brought it up he's like that doesn't seem like something championship teams do yeah I I agree with you but you know you play for the Mets you've only really had one dominant season Well, two, you know, two, two dominant. You're you're a dominant pitcher, but you were out almost all last season. Like he just shut up and wait till the season starts, kind of, you know?
1: Right, right, right. I don't know. He was out the
0: season before that. My bad. Season before that.
1: Something tells me that Syndergaard is gonna pitch a full season. He's gonna be healthy this year, and this was kind of his way, maybe subconsciously of signaling like i'm next guys i'm gonna throw my i'm gonna throw my two cents in here and back my guy up because next year i want my race too so (laughs) get ready
0: hey man i i don't think he's gonna pitch a full healthy season uh but
1: i love i love syndergaard man i follow the guy on twitter he he's funny as hell uh good luck to go syndergaard I agree. I agree with you. I agree with your points, but I think that this is kind of the evolution of baseball now. This is what it's turning into. Um, but what are you going to do?
0: Watch baseball tomorrow.
1: Watch baseball, people.
0: Um,
1: All day. Let's see. What Should games have taken I'm, off. So, yeah, I know. I'm going to watch the Yankee game, so I'm out here. I'm hoping we have a nice day. It was raining today, so that's why we went to Animal Kingdom. If it's nice tomorrow... We're going to be sitting by the pool and I'm going to have my laptop and I'm going to say to my wife, you're going to have to like keep an eye on the kids because I'm watching this right now. Sorry. <laughs> yep. I'm going to be an absent father tomorrow. Sorry, guys.
0: All right. I'm, I'm looking so,
1: forward. I'm looking forward to I'm, so I'm looking forward to the Yankee game, clearly. Um, and I'm also looking forward to the Philly game at 305 against the Braves because yeah. of that roster that they put together. Like, I want to see that team play in the big league game. I want to see what Bryce Harper does. I think they're I think it's actually the actual opening day for the Philly. So they're playing in uh Citizens Bank. Um I'm looking forward to that game too.
0: Yeah, um I'm looking forward to a uh, Nats versus Mets too cuz Scherzer versus DeGrom.
1: Yeah, that's a good one.
0: But ba- baseball has a de- like I get the schedules made beforehand. But they got to figure out a way to just force these games to happen. Like, opening day and the Yankees are playing the Orioles, man. Like, come on. Yeah, and the right. Red Sox are playing the Mariners.
1: Well, the Red Sox... Do you hear my kid crying? Yes. Christ almighty. Um, The Red Sox... Here, here's a little spin for you, CT. You should be happy that the Red Sox are opening the season in the West Coast. I think they're going to be there for about a week. Because... If last season was any any indication of like what the weather is gonna be like moving forward in this world with global warming and shit, you guys aren't gonna have any de- any rain delays or anything for a good week. Yeah, there's my there's I mean, my that's twist. True. So thank be happy you about that. Just, I, we we just could become a Red Sox fan already. Yeah, I know. We could potentially have an easy schedule and like half these games be rained out, and then the schedule is gonna suck like down the line because you're gonna be playing like twenty five straight games and shit um yeah i i think that i'm 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 gonna start i'm gonna start a movement put a retractable roof in every stadium i don't understand why stadiums like target (laughs) field here i am another fucking tangent stadiums like target field in minnesota where it snows like into freaking april uh yankee stadium you know i understand fenway park that's an old field so you're not gonna put a retractable roof on a stadium that was built in the freaking like 1905 or whatever um but why build a new stadium in the Bronx and not put a retractable roof? I don't understand. Yeah, rent over and
0: also, uh, I I just I'll never forget last season how many rainouts it was when we started the podcast and we were just I think we Yo. carried over to like three to four episodes we just kept mentioning how much rain there was. It wasn't man. actually. La- the 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 story of the beginning of the season last year was rainouts and all the guys on the injured list. I, I remember.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. So, before we we sign off, CT, quick shout out to a couple of players here. I'm looking at a piece on on MOB.com by Mark Feinstein. And I don't know if you know this, but Hunter Pence made the Rangers. He was, like, like kicked off of the freaking Giants. Um, Henry Ramirez made it to the Indians. He's going to be in the opening day roster. So, shout out to those guys.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Round of Uh, applause, man.
1: Yeah, man. That's all I got.
0: <laughs> Love me some Han- <laughs> Love me some Hanley.
1: Watch him rake in freaking the Indies. Oh, I do have one more thing I need to say. Did you hear the Cleveland Indians owner... And by the way, this is going to be about Lindor, man. Lindor is having the worst offseason ever, man. I kind of feel bad yeah. for this guy because he was so good last year. And now he, he's out until like July or something. But anyway, did you hear the, the Cleveland Indians owner say i think he was it was in a radio interview or something and they said something to the effect of francisco lindor like are they going to extend him like uh what do you have to say to fans about lindor and he said basically enjoy him as if to say like enjoy him now because he's not going to be here because we're not signing his ass and he basically said like we're gonna we're gonna start giving players mike trout type money when by the time you see the first billion-dollar player. So, in other words, he's saying he's not going to give these players these big contracts because, crazy, you know, he's a cheap fuck, basically. So That's crazy. So, yeah, here I it is, that. guys. I, I, you know, I sold CT starting the season. I kind of want to cut down on the cursing, but I've cursed a lot in this episode. I'm embracing it. So, here's what I have to say about to the Cleveland Indians owner, whose name escapes me right now. Fuck you, man. You suck.
0: Yeah, Warren, you got one of the baseballs best characters and players, you know? So,
1: yeah, man. I, I don't get More it. Lovable, man. What is it? Like, what is it?
0: Like, what is it that a what is it that a franchise looks for when they, you know, when you got a guy like Francisco Lindor, you should do everything in your power to keep him cuz what are you looking for? You know, like it's exactly. it's not easy to just find a Francisco Lindor in the draft or something or or sign one off free agency. So, I don't got, get they it.
1: They got lucky. They got lucky that they extended uh, Jose Ramirez before he became the type of player that he is. Cause if not, he's gone too. And then who are the Indians? Yeah. You know, without Jose Ramirez and Francisco Lindor, this team is in shambles. They carried this team last year.
0: Yeah. So, Charles Kluber and Trevor Bauer and uh Clevenger too.
1: Yeah, but I mean offensively, who else do they have offensively? <laughs> aside from those guys. I know, I know. And you're not gonna win games unless you score runs.
0: Yeah. You know I got you, you know my, I got you.
1: You know my theory on that. All right, CT. You got anything else we got to talk about, man?
0: Uh, Just wanted to say Bryce Harper voted most overrated player by MLB peers, and Machado was voted the 30th. Wow, real original, MOB players. Uh,
1: You're not going to like this, CT, but I kind of agree with it. I think Bryce Harper is pretty overrated.
0: Stop.
1: I'm just saying, man, he's kind, he kind of overrated. He's 26, though, so... He has upside. He could he could turn out to be like one of the best players in baseball. He is one of the best players in baseball, but I mean like I think I could pick 10 players before I pick Bryce Harper.
0: So well, yeah, 10. and I think I th- I think we all know that, but how many players in the MLB like you're going to choose 10 players ahead of him. That's not that bad.
1: I might I I might even extend that a little bit.
0: I don't know. I personally just like that I know what I'm getting with I know the I know the worst of it with Machado and Harper, and I know the best of it. So I'm OK with that.
1: Like at least Machado gives you like Machado has had bad offensive seasons, like seasons where he hits 30 home runs, which is great. But where his on base and his and his batting average and stuff aren't that good with Bryce Harper, he's had like one of the greatest seasons of all time. And then he's had seasons where you're just like, what what's going on here? And then to top it off. I started looking at his defensive metrics after we talked last week, and his defensive metrics have never been good. Like, he's never been a good outfielder. He's decent in right because, you know, that's – right's where you basically put, you know – your best outfielder is is the center fielder. Your second best outfielder is the right fielder. Then your third one is the left fielder, typically. Um, but he can kind of hide in, in Nats Park. He, he hid a little bit in right field. But his defensive metrics aren't that yeah. good. Where Machado's elite at third, one of the best in you know in baseball.
0: I don't think Harper's overrated. I think he's just so popular. He's very popular. That, yeah, he's just so popular. I think that's what it is. But I don't think he's overrated.
1: And I think that he, again, he's twenty six. So who knows? You know, like you said, last year he was on pace to have a really phenomenal season, and then he got hurt. So um, what are you going to do? This has been yeah. the randomest episode of all time. I think. I don't know. I don't know. He really has. I got to give a shout out to CT because he's going to edit this episode and I don't know how he's going to do it, man.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure I'm going to do it either, but you know, (laughs) I'm going (laughs) to, I'll figure out a way.
1: Word. All right, man. Should we sign off? Let's do it. All right. Let's sign off. Before I do that, let me just give you a quick update on what you need to know, other things you need to know in baseball. The San Francisco Giants president, Larry Bear, was suspended Uh, for quite some time i can't remember how long the suspension was for but he's suspended from baseball after he knocked his wife down in public basically in san francisco and yeah and tomorrow's opening day every team basically has i believe every team is playing tomorrow uh so make sure you tune to that and ct what's the deal with this t-mobile this free mlb tv is that up already or is that still available
0: it's still available. I think you can do it till the 28th. Or t- that's tomorrow. Maybe. I th- I think I saw six days remaining. But also, let me bring up that MLB made a rule rule change with the lineup where teams have to submit their starting lineups to the officials 15 minutes before they're publicly announced. Oh, that's And that's because of all this legal betting that we got now oh my in America. God.
1: Good times. So there you got it. So. Go to if you want free Major League Baseball. Go to check out the T-Mobile promotion. They're not a they're not a sponsor, but we'll gladly accept them as sponsors. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so that was it. Welcome to the show. is brought to you by Audible, like always. Go to Audibletrial.com dot forward slash Welcome to the Show to get a free audiobook download and a thirty day free trial. That's Audibletrial.com dot forward slash Welcome to the Show. And for more exclusive deals like 10% off of KD Custom Kicks and Top Velocity, visit WTTSpod.com forward slash save. That's WTTSpod.com forward slash save. Music is by B.M. Vargo and Rapturnal Music by Naughty Productions. Artwork by Luigi Gomez. I'm Manny Gomez. Peace.
0: Peace out.